Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Smith Miller again. Go! On fire! Seven of nine from three-point range. Several seconds on the shot clock. Taylor Britt. Well, Abu Hawass puts it up and misses, and that is it for Jordan. Heartbreak for them. They played so well for three quarters. They just could not get it going in the fourth. And New Zealand, despite their struggles, have battled back to win it, 83-75. to Yeah, impressive performance, wasn't it, to overcome that 15-point deficit to beat Jordan. Uh, the result that saw a podium finish for the first time ever in this tournament. Tohi smith Milner once again was crucial to the Tall Black success. He scored 25 points, including 14 in the deciding fourth quarter, backed up by the likes of uh, Taki Faransson and Sam Timmons. This will surely go down in uh, our history as one of the, the great comebacks in the team's uh, particular history. On the line now is a former Tall Black, now basketball commentator, of course, uh, all over the place. And he's also a co-host of uh, SENZ's Hoop Heads as well. Casey Frank. Casey, good morning to you. Well, good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem at all. Um, when you look at uh, the strength of that side, the inexperienced levels, this is quite some achievement, isn't it? Oh, uh, most definitely. Uh, I think when you take a team that combined, uh, I think there was about twenty caps coming in uh, to to go over into a, a, a pretty fierce environment with some real veteran-laden teams, uh, you know, outside of Australia that was kind of young as well. Uh, and, and teams that did not want to su- succeed in the Asia Cup. You know, we're, we're the new boys on the block along with Aussie, and we're going in and we're taking something from them. So to go in, to, to really build up from the ground this squad, and and what's even more impressive is to come from behind victories that they were able to ascertain in, in the, the quarterfinals and the, the, obviously the third-place game. It just shows incredible resiliency for a team that, that just did not have a lot of experience, uh, and the experience they did did a great job leading them. Uh, Casey, before we get on to some of the individuals and that uh, performance uh, overnight, can we talk about the, the loss to Australia, 85-76? Um, but that scoreline maybe flattered Australia a wee, but that was uh, that was a very strong performance uh, well uh, against the defending champions. Yeah, absolutely huge performance. I think, well, once again, it was the way that they were able to come back from a big deficit. Uh, it's a really difficult thing to do in international basketball just because the pace of the game is so different. Teams are, are, are more drilled to the point that mistakes are less likely. You don't get a lot of turnovers. You don't get a lot of free-flowing pay, play. So when you see a t- team down 10, especially to a team that's got uh, future NBA players, some ex-NBA guys on it, and it, 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 there's a, a bit of a talent gap. To go out there and be down and say, well, we don't, we don't worry about it. We're going to put our chips in the middle of the table and just play hard. 
fight from behind and start uh, executing to the level that you need to be despite that defensive uh, effort by the Aussies. And to cut it to three down the stretch, put yourself in a position that you can win the game. Uh, that, that was just a great confidence booster. And it really is a testament to the depth because uh, no offense to the, the guys who went over there, but this is a young team. Uh, if everyone was available, a lot of these guys wouldn't have been on that squad but because they were they got that experience they understand what it's like to play international basketball and they, they've just increased the depth of, of the pool of talents to, to such a high level okay so Piero cameron now has some new names to throw into the melting pot when he gets uh, the experience of fellows back uh, at his disposal who are these who are the blokes that for you really made their mark from uh, our point of view well, I think uh, first and foremost, uh, the way that Flynn Cameron played, uh, especially in that game against South Korea in the quarterfinals, showed his ability uh, that what he's going to be able to produce in the next few years is an athletic wing. Uh, he's got some point guard skills, so he can play at that position, but he can also play that 2-3 because of his size. Uh, as he grows uh, grows up and becomes more physically mature, he's going to be a real handful. I think a two-way threat. I, I sort of think of him as like a, a bigger shape. Really, that's going to be a great addition to the squad. We haven't had a player of his physical makeup and skill set in the Tall Blacks uh, team, you know, for quite some time. I can't really think of the last time we had a guy that size. Uh, you know, as another young player, Tucky Ferenson, the, the way he's shown that he come come off uh, and his athleticism that was good in the NBL is also you know up to the task internationally the way he was getting out on the wing the way he was finishing at the rim uh, if he can bring his defensive efforts up to his offensive game he's going to be a real threat to make a lot of teams in the future uh, and you know for, for the big there's a ton of names but you know, the, the way Sam Timmons battled back from the injury and was able to be available in the last two games despite not being full strength and do his best and be a physical presence, rebounding the basketball, scoring on the interior. And obviously, Smith Milner, who's, who's been on the team for a while now, he's been, you know, one of the guys that you can count on. But the way he shot the ball, the leadership he showed, you know, he, he hasn't really been a, a core part of the leadership pr- uh, group pr- previously because of where he's come up from his age. But just be thrust into that role and when your team needs it most and foul trouble everything else to be able to shoot like that down the stretch just uh it was great to see him live up to his potential internationally and help help New Zealand bring home that gold or that that bronze medal well Casey a number of those players of course will be now available back to their franchises uh, within New Zealand as we head towards the business end of the the sales NBL uh, where the Nelson Giants cemented a top two finish uh, over the weekend 85-74 over the Canterbury Rams on Saturday night uh, and that's with Jared West having uh, quite a night by his own standards but uh, with the likes of Thompson and Morning where do they figure in your reckoning now? Uh, I think uh, Nelson's got the highest floor and lowest ceiling of any team that's challenging uh, in the M- South NBL this year. Uh, they just—they're uh, so well coached. Mike Fitchett has them making limited mistakes, and you can see even when a player of the caliber of Jared West doesn't have a good game, they're still able to get victories and with relative ease. Uh, it was a short-handed Rams team, and the Nelson Giants are one of the few teams this year that hasn't been bitten by the short-handed bug because they haven't sent guys off to Tall Blacks or three x three. So because of that, they've had that level of consistency. And they're certainly in that mix for a title run. The only question, I guess, would be, would be is their depth and top-tier talent up to the task of some of the other teams that I think are going to be fighting for it down the stretch. Where did you rate uh, that Canterbury performance uh, on the weekend? 
I think, uh, you know, Coach uh, Judd Flavel has them playing really well despite being under strength. You know, they, they don't have their starting power forward. They don't have their starting point guard, uh, Taylor Britt, Max Darling, both away with the Tall Blacks. Uh, and to be able to come back out and uh, they didn't get the wins, but they were putting themselves in the mix to do it against a, a more talented and a, more, uh, a team with more depth than the Giants. Uh, I really like the way they're playing. They're playing a grindy physical game. In the end, they just did not have enough firepower, but they still have a chance to get a couple of wins down the stretch and make sure and make themselves force their way into the mix for the top six. One of the great uh, spectacles at the weekend, uh, Casey, was the fact they tried a double header, of course, with uh, Tawii uh, running alongside the Sales NBL in its inaugural year. Uh, 5,000 people, 5,000 people, mate. That's a great sign. Oh, it's it's tremendous. Uh, I think the support for basketball around the country is, has obviously been on the up and up. But when we can get that many people to to come out for a day of basketball, you know, it's a, it's a big day. But uh, the the fact that the, the the women are playing so well, they're inviting. Uh, what we really is, I, I think, uh, bringing some of the young women along to games that can see their heroes. They don't just have to watch the men say, you know, I can be someday. They can look and see these women playing and say, oh, I can go to that. And it's, has opened up, I think, the fan base a little bit to, to another option that wasn't possibly there before. But but really, it's, it's all testament to the quality of the play. Uh, the way that the players have come in on both levels, you know, we've got a, a lot of high import talent. I think the New Zealand talent that was available this year has been really steadily improving and making names for themselves. And because of that, it's it's been a really exciting year that I think in both competitions is completely wide open. A win and a loss over the weekend for the Taranaki Ears. Where do you see them sitting at this point? You know, at full strength, uh, to me, they're the favorites. Uh, and that's with Ty Winyard and Richie Rogers, uh, who are both away with 3x3 right now. So they're going to miss the next couple of rounds including this last one, because of uh, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. So when they're at full strength, I really like the way they play. Uh, you know, the fact that they're able to go down to Otago without Winyard, without Rodgers, without two starters, uh, change the way they play, get a little bit faster, really push that pace, just shows the versatility that they have. Uh, if they're able to get back and get everybody on the same page in time for the finals, which is going to be tough, those guys are going to be away, you know, in this core part of the year that's, a, that's crucially important. It's going to be difficult, but with the physicality, uh, tough defense that Rodgers and Winyard bring, along with that offensive firepower that they have from Anthony Hilliard, from Javante Douglas, and Sean Willett, uh, it's it's going to be a really fearsome beast to try and tame. Uh, Sam Timmons, you mentioned him before uh, his comeback play for um, <clears throat> the Tall Blacks. I, I just wonder, is his uh, reintroduction at the Nuggets going to be enough for them to be serious towards the end of the season? Uh, it's going to be difficult. Uh, I think, uh, especially depending on how quickly Nico McCullough can come back from his sickness. Uh, he's missed a lot of time this year. I think those two players are crucial to any real hopes that the Nuggets have for postseason success. Without those guys, they just don't have the depth. So, Timmons, if he's uh, coming back in healthy, I think the level that he's been playing at in with the Tall Blacks at the Asia Cup is above what he was doing with the Nuggets, so he should be at a higher level. Uh, with his, his ability down low, that'll enable everyone to go back to their natural positions. You know, Withers uh, has to play in a lot of the facto five, and that's not his prefer- preference. It'll enable 
uh, Keith Williams and Trey Boyd to go out there and concentrate on the offense when they have that big guy defensively to grab the rebounds and ignite fast breaks. Uh, at their best, they are in the mix. The question is, of course, can they get to their best in a short amount of time with limited practice uh, to try and get up to that level that other teams have you know, been working on that training hamster wheel for three, four, six weeks in a row now with that consistency. That's going to be the difficulty for the Nuggets. Right, let's look at the Northern battle at the weekend and, and a, a blowout in the, the last quarter effectively gave uh, Tuatara a, a, a pretty comfortable win, 89-68. It looked comfortable at a halftime, anything but. Now, the Tuatara, uh, what about their momentum? Uh, are they capable of getting as high as uh, one of the top two spots to avoid the semis? I mean, this is just the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde team of the year for me. Uh, Every time I think I've got them figured out, they go the other way. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I thought their season might be over. They went down to the South Island and won two going away. Then I thought they had it fixed. They lose at home to Southland. And then they go into Franklin, a team that's been playing reasonably well, uh, has had Corey Webster, who's just been on fire. And they just completely dominated things defensively, really junked it up, made it difficult for Corey for, to score. Uh, but I think my favorite thing about that Tuatara game was, you know, the emergence of Dante Russo-Nance. There was a picture f- floating around on Facebook uh, that his dad shared, Sean Nance, that showed Dante Russo-Nance at a Tall Blacks game about eight years ago, looking up to Corey Webster and Ty Webster. And then there he is on the court and dominating play against one of his heroes. Uh, you know, that, that, that was really interesting to me. But the way Schneider's playing, the way Russo-Nance is playing and the way that Rob Lowe's playing, that, that, that is top-tier talent. They're able to score on everybody. They can play good, solid defense. Uh, I think the real question for them, if they want to have a title run, a finals run, is can Dan Foto come back from injury and be a contributor? And will Chris Johnson be able to come back from the basketball tournament and help them in the finals? Uh, if they do, they have the talent to win the, to win the title. If they don't get those guys back or if they just get one, it's going to be a difficult slog just because I don't think they have the depth. Casey, you mentioned Jekyll and Hyde uh, seasons as such uh, with Tuataro. How would you class the Saints then? Now, uh, they're in fourth place. Uh, I mean, the the start couldn't uh, couldn't have been slower, couldn't have been worse. Uh, But now, um, they're genuine. A hundred percent. You know, I'm not sure who the MVP is going to be. But in my opinion, there's no question who the best player in the competition has been this year, and that's Xavier Cooks. Uh, his, his versatility, his ability to guard every position, to play offensively from anywhere on the court, uh, makes them extremely dangerous. And you talk about how they struggled to start the year. I mean, this is a team without any starters for the first three weeks. So they, they got themselves in a big hole. Uh, they've gone through some issues this year, a changing coach, of course. But... They seem to have the recipe right now that uh, no one else can figure out. I, I am interested to see what happens when they play some of the other top two teams, but they are absolutely dominating everybody who's in front of them. I, I think what was most impressive was the way they were able to beat Hawks Bay twice uh, in the span of a week uh, in a really dominating fashion because this Hawks Bay team is quite good. They were a little shorthanded, of course, as well with no Jordan Hunt, but the Saints, their, their combination of defensive excellence with uh, really big size and switchability all over the court combined with the way that they can score from inside and outside and just really take advantage of mismatches because with their best five on the court, there's always a mismatch. And with the intelligence of the players, they have been able to really search those out and, and really uh, punish them with, with a lot of uh, ease. Left field, there's a left field question for you, uh, Casey. I just wonder uh, whether you've been keeping an eye on uh, the Brittany Griner situation uh, in a prison, of course, uh, in, uh, in Russia. Uh, everyone, everyone, a lot of very powerful sporting people, and particularly in basketball circles, trying to 
trying to get a home. How do you see this uh, panning out? Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a bit above my cray pay grade in terms of the, the politics that are involved there. It's really unfortunate, obviously. Uh, Brittany Griner and women's basketball players, the top tier players, they had to go to Russia uh, the last uh, you know decade or so to earn that top tier money because this was where where the competition was paid. You know, they're they're getting paid a uh, hundred, a couple hundred thousand dollars to play in the WNBA, but they're making millions in Russia. So so they were going to go and play in this league, and uh, I, I think there's a lot of questions about the veracity of the charges against her. Uh, which is unfortunate, but but it, it's obviously just a political ploy by the Russians to try and eke something out of the U.S. government. Uh, I think, uh, you know, those top-tier players, they're using the, their fame, they're using their platforms to try and get this woman home. She deserves to be home. She ha- hasn't done anything wrong from what I, I think uh, any, any reasonable person can see, and that to be used as a ploy, as a pawn in a game between two uh, superpowers is really unfortunate. Uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that sooner rather than later that the American government is able to do something to get her home. But this is a situation that I think you'll see uh, professional basketball players really have to take into account moving forward about where they're going to apply their trades, especially with the volatility of what's going on in the world right now. Uh, You could see some talent that used to go to those countries like Russia, you know, they're one of the highest payers in the world. They're going to be dispersed everywhere. So uh, I think that's what's going to be one of the outtakes of it is the talent there is going to drop and then leaves around the world it's going to pick up. Casey Frank, always great to catching up with you. Uh, really appreciate uh, your updates uh, across the board there. I look forward to these playoffs. I understand tickets went on sale at 9am, all those games at the North Shores Event Finder Stadium. You'll be there, no doubt, mate. Looking forward to it, eh? Oh, most definitely. This is the, the best part of the season. This is when it all, it's, uh, the guys are playing for all the marbles. And to be able to be a part of the season and see the way that uh, the, the quality of the competition has changed and the way we've covered it has changed in the last few years, it's just really great to see the, the young basketball players and basketball in this country get the recognition that uh, the people around the game have felt that it's deserved for so long. And I'm happy to play a, even the smallest of parts in it. Ah, you're playing quite a big part, Casey, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Cheers. Thanks a lot. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.